Hi, friend. You are listening to Boldly Created Podcast. Join your favorite duo as they bring on guests from all walks of life and allow you to feel like you are sitting with your besties chatting about life, Jesus, and navigating your 20s. Check in weekly for new episodes and laughs. Now, grab your favorite drink and sit back and enjoy the show. We are back and we're in double digits with episode. Today is episode 10. (laughs) This week is going to be really good because we have someone who is so close to Lily and I both. She means so much to us just spiritually and just as a person. This week we have Elizabeth Turnmeyer and y'all the episode is so good. I just got done editing it and I cannot wait for you guys to just dive in and hear what she has to say. Y'all better get your notebooks and pens out because you're going to be taking notes. (laughs) Yes, you will. We've quoted her. We've referenced Mm -hmm. her. We've talked about her. And she's finally here on the podcast. So I'm just so excited for y'all to hear her heart and just hear her silliness and (laughs) just laugh along with us. But your favorite segment before we get into the episode. Yes. But it's a little bit twisted. I think it's going to be like a two minute segment with (laughs) just me and Lily talking because... We had a really big thing happen last weekend. A big thing. A really big thing. So big that the name of it is called Dream Big. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Who's doing the dad joke now? I know, I know. (laughs) We flip-flopped. We finally had Dream Big, and it's actually kind of funny because Lily and I haven't even talked about it just alone yet. Not really. So, like, this is kind of the first time we're really talking about it together (laughs) with the microphone in front of us. What was your big takeaway? What do you feel? Boy, oh boy. I think my overall thoughts are just how good God is and yeah. how how much support that he mm-hmm. has placed like in our lives yeah. like in Boldly's lives. Mm-hmm. Um I was just overwhelmed by the support honestly yeah. more than anything. What yeah. about you? I mean you literally just said that right? I would have said like yeah. the support of just seeing everyone show up without expectation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and even like the support from afar of those who couldn't come of yeah. just the texts that we received and um really just like visually seeing everyone that believes in boldly and Mm -hmm. in the full life and table for two and then emily like Mm -hmm. it was just so cool and just hearing the feedback that we got after um but i won't go too much into that because we got to talk about it still first (laughs) but i mean just the overall event was just so good like Mm -hmm. his presence was there and i think every prayer request that any one of us prayed really did come to light and that people really did feel the holy spirit in Mm -hmm. that place it was just so good. It was so good. Had to so be there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with that, I want to ask you a question, Lily. Yeah. What do you think the Lord taught you most outside of community during that event? Mm, let's see. I would have to say that knowing that the Lord and seeing that the Lord can use just the smallest little mustard seed, if mm-hmm. you will, and turn it into something so much better than we could far ever imagine because I would see that like not only between boldly, but with boldly and table for two and boldly and the full life and Emily and how full circle that Mm -hmm. was. I think just seeing like how, when we just say yes, he's going to provide and we don't have to worry about the rest, which is just crazy. What about you? I think that he'll pull everything back together in his own timing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because before the event happened, I got to have a really cool moment with Emily Thurman, who was one of our speakers. And you all know her, part of the OG. (laughs) And I had said to her, like, 
you know, this wouldn't be happening if you hadn't said yes at the beginning. Right, right. And she kind of brushed me off and we got to talk about it more in depth. And it was like just a really cool conversation because I don't mm-hmm. think we've had that conversation before oh, in person. Yeah. So like just like everything from like Kirsten being a part of it to Aaron being a part of it. And then everyone who was there, like, I think what I really learned is he will bring everything back together mm-hmm. or full circle in his own timing. Amen. So it was just, <laughs> there's really no words. There's like, not. It was just <laughs> so beautiful. And I think it's so cool that this week's episode is Elizabeth because yeah. um, she she's just always been such an encouragement for Boldly and just always. for Lily and I in like individually. Um, So I just really hope that this episode resonates with y'all and that you are able to turn off the podcast understanding why she's so loved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but without further ado, here is Elizabeth Turnmeyer. All right, you guys, we are back with another episode of season four. You guys, we are so pumped for this guest, and I just want to introduce her really quick. So this week, we have the Elizabeth Turnmeyer. <laughs> all of our bridge people know exactly oh, who we're talking oh about. And y'all do, too, because we talk about her all the time. Exactly. <laughs> we reference her, we quote her, and now she's here to quote herself. <laughs> she is super humble, and she used to be my D group leader, and we both love her dearly, yes. but I will let her introduce herself. Okay, well... I am Elizabeth, Elizabeth Termeyer. Okay, just Elizabeth Termeyer. Um, I am married to the Donovan Termeyer. Yes. How about we do it like that? That is funny. The Donovan Termeyer. Um, we have a little boy. He's four and a half named Brooks. And he is so many things. He's so That's cute. The cutest little That's boy. the biggest thing. In a package together. Like so many things I feel like is a great description of him. Um, I'm a school teacher. I teach first grade and I like hanging out with college kids. Yes. Yeah. And we like hanging out with you. We Mostly the girls though. I, yeah. Even the guys are at my house all the time. I do actually prefer to hang out with y'all. I was trying I to think of it. a hobby, but I don't actually have a hobby. Ooh, grad school. Yeah, there that's a go. big hobby. Where are you going to grad school That for? is a hobby. Um, I am going to grad school to get a master's degree in elementary education with a concentration in literacy. Well, woo! Which sounds so fancy. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> oh, but that is currently my hobby. Yes. Love, love it. it. I love it. You're so funny because you're so busy that you can't mm. have a hobby. This is true. <laughs> well, you know, and I've come to grips with that, right? Like, and this come. okay, wait, maybe I shouldn't talk about that. About the time. <laughs> I man- can edit anything out. About true. the time management thing that I still have to write. Oh, yeah, the chapter. That's your chapter. We yeah. did that for a reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was intentional. Yeah, because yes. I feel like I've had to work really hard at that. Yeah. I have so many That's, things to say. Good. It's a good thing I have so many things to say, right? <laughs> yeah. Because you're in the right place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So we're really excited to talk through this song that you chose. Yes. So tell us what song you did choose and why. Okay. So... This song is called Brokenness Aside, and it is by All Sons and Daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually kind of a funny story why I chose this song mm-hmm. and how I, um, Donovan and I started talking about this because um, I lo- I've loved All Sons and Daughters forever, like since mm-hmm. they first came out and nobody really knew who they were. But then I started telling Donovan like, hey, you should listen to this song. Hey, listen to this song. And so he figured out that like the guy's part is so like prominent. 
in the songs that he can sing the harmony really well. And mm-hmm. so he started listening to them with me so that we could sing them together. And so while that, while it probably melts your heart, um, it makes me laugh at first because it is funny and it's real sweet because he likes to sing those songs with me. But because at first it's like learning to sing harmony is hard, but like, he could sing all sons and daughters harmony. And so that's how we actually got started. So that's why we picked this song originally because, um, it is a song by them that we like to sing together. I love it. I love that. (laughs) Before I leave, I need to hear it. (laughs) Well, actually it's funny. Um, Donovan was like, are they going to um, get us to sing the song together on a podcast? And I was like, um, absolutely not. I wish I was there hearing that idea that because I would have made it. would have made a segment for that. that. not happening. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Absolutely not. No. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I love Next that. Time. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> yep. I love that. It's funny because when I was looking at this song, I had never heard it. It was the oldest song that has been picked out of this season, mm. which is yes. fine. But it was just such like when I went deeper looking into what it meant. Uh-huh. So I found videos of them and I was like, yeah, this is like old. <laughs> yeah, it is. How old is it actually? 2011. See, which mm-hmm. doesn't seem old to me, but um, <laughs> oddly enough, that is the year we got married. Isn't that funny? That is funny. So cute. Stop it. Stop it. I know. Um, <laughs> but they're just so good. I started listening to them. Probably right when this first came out. Crazy. Anyway, all their songs that. are good, so mm-hmm. you should listen. Well, to all it was them. interesting because when I went looking into like the song more, I found mm-hmm. that their album was really big of this, and there was mm-hmm. like one that was called Power. I don't know, it was something like Powerless Without mm-hmm. God or something. But like it was getting a lot of rave, but it was also like getting a lot of rave because it was scriptural based, mm-hmm. which is like really cool because yeah. what we've learned in this season is like a lot of songs aren't just scriptural like some of a good amount of them are more influential because they were influenced by like the holy spirit rather than like the bible itself so like i like this because you can really like see where the bible is coming into play so before we dive in do you have like a favorite lyric out of the whole entire song no that's fair because i feel like if i pick out one then it's gonna be like the theme of the whole song yeah Mm. i like that yeah so I, like I don't want to go ahead and give it away because I kind of have a little bit of a story to go along with it. Yeah. So I don't want to like. I like I like that answer. <laughs> that I, that is no, good. because we've we've done nine of these now. Mm-hmm. Oh. So like that is the first that, and it's I love that because some people say they don't have a favorite lyric, but they never say that specifically. But I really like that because I think it does make it the theme. Like whatever you say that lyric is, we harp on that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And then we still go into more, but like that is like a huge part of the podcast episode. So I really like that answer. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to when I was looking into what the song meant, um, one of, I think it was the girl of who is a part of this band. Mm -hmm. She said in our own power, all we can do is sin, which is going Mm -hmm. towards the line of that. And that is so true because then it has a line of where it says, if it's not one thing, it's another. Mm -hmm. And I like how she said that because without God, like we are only able to do that. Like that Mm -hmm. is something that we will continue to do. But even with God, we still do that daily and we have to acknowledge that and repent for that and like surrender Mm -hmm. it to him so that we can still have that relationship with him and like know like, 
we can't do our life without him. Like it's not possible. Like I think especially in like college, we see ourselves and young adults and like in your case with like your busyness, like yeah. just realizing you're trying to tackle it all together. Cause I'm a control freak. I know that. That's why it's a blessing. I let Lily drive the car. Cause I'm very oh. big of control freak with driving, <laughs> but it's like, even with that stuff, I see myself really trying to like fix things or take control of it rather mm-hmm. than allowing God to guide me. And that's yeah. been a really big thing. And I love how she said that. Cause that is just so true of what we do with our life. Yeah. Well, and I think the second that we become self-reliant, mm-hmm. right, then it completely changes in our minds, like who God is, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think we have to be really careful and always remind ourselves mm-hmm. that that is all we can do mm-hmm. um, because we're not, we weren't made to be able to do that, but yeah. also we just can't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the lyrics that I really liked and stood out was, will your grace run out if I let you down? Because all I know is how to run. And all I could think of when I read these lyrics was like, the reason that us humans like, the reason that that lyric was written, I feel is like, is because everyone's grace runs out except Jesus. And I think we are used to like, when we let people down, like, Mm -hmm. oh, you only allowed me like 10 times of like grace or something but like Mm -hmm. jesus has an unlimited amount of like grace that he's gonna give to us and i think that's just a good reminder it's like it's easy to forget that we don't have to run from him yeah and it makes me think of the hymn and now i'm dating myself but um um, grace that is greater than all our sin and anyway yeah i'm not singing it but why not well because (laughs) but um it just constantly grace grace god's grace like over and over (laughs) but i think that a lot of times that's what we think because Mm -hmm. we've only ever dealt with humans yeah right and so we like you were saying people's grace does run out Mm -hmm. um and i may have said that to a student or my own kid before Mm -hmm. like I'm not the Lord my grace will run out Mm -hmm. um which is funny but at the same time like Jesus's grace doesn't run out um but also it says because all we know all I know is how to run and I feel like that's just very naturally our defense mechanism almost um or hide or whatever it may be right Mm -hmm. um to run or hide. And a lot of times, and I see this a lot, and this is kind of some of the stuff, I guess, that a lot of the examples I have are from a lot of y'all. Um, but a lot of girls, that is what they do, yeah. right? Because they don't know and they haven't ever experienced maybe even if they're newer believers, but some um, believers who have been, you know, following Christ for a while, mm-hmm when we get weak, right. When we get busy and don't focus Mm -hmm. or we get wrapped up in whatever it is we get wrapped up in without realizing it, we run because that's what we know to do. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I love also love that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. When I first heard that three things just came to mind as you're talking about, like when I first listened to that lyric, I thought of like an earthly, father or mother because I think those are the most intimate relationships we have until we have like a husband on earth and those are the people that really let us down so much and I think that's where it comes to play of like 
we get let down by flesh so much that it's so hard to comprehend that God is so loving and so forgiving and so graceful and so merciful. But then I also just thought of redeeming love. And I mentioned this a lot, but just like the character Angel, how she went from like not anything and not being able to trust anything to not not like not trusting the guy, but trusting God. Like God was who saved her. And like at the end, like she was trying to comprehend like all of that I'd been through. And then you're saying that you can love me and be with me forever. And then I also thought of a song, which is funny because you sent it to me, Elizabeth. It was No One Ever Loved Me Like Jesus by Mm -hmm. Stephanie. Correct singer. Yes. Mm -hmm. And those are the three things that came to mind as you're talking. But like, it's just so like, as women, we, I feel like, especially as women, we really struggle because when we are let down by flesh, we automatically think God's going to do the same thing. But that's not true. Mm -hmm. Like God loves us through and through. Like as it says, like I am a sinner, but like he is a savior. Like it's literally that. Yep. I think it's really cool what you said. And because I started reading Hosea this week. (laughs) (laughs) So when you said redeeming love, I was like, oh, wow, that's great. I just read that. Um, but we were talking at Bible study on Wednesday night about she keeps going back, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, why would she continue to go back mm-hmm. to something that was so terrible? Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, we all do it. Mm-hmm. And so, and and really, for girls, I think, women in general, until you have a husband, right? Like you were saying, like your parents Mm -hmm. primarily are the ones that you look back on. Right. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of the conversations that I have very naturally go back to, well, this is what happened with my mom, or this Mm -hmm. is what happened with my dad. Um, and I think, why would you want to go back to the sin? Mm -hmm. Well, because you, you naturally just fall back into whatever you knew growing Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. And so, you don't know. And until you have a husband, you can only imagine, right. What unending grace and unending love looks like Mm -hmm. based off of what the examples that you've seen in your life. And Mm -hmm. so if those weren't ideal, um, then you definitely don't see Jesus that way. Mm Um, so this isn't a lyric, but when I was listening to it, I actually called my dad because I was wondering if he had heard this song. Mm -hmm. Um, just because he listens to like, not, you're not old. I'm not saying that, but like, just like where this 20, 2000s worship music, like yes. old Carrie Job is like his favorite stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so I was wondering if he had heard it, but he hadn't heard it. But as we were talking, we were just talking about like faith and um, just how he's going through like kind of like his own stuff. He said, it's hard for me to right now look up as opposed to looking around. And I thought that was really cool because it really mm-hmm. fit in with this. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we just get so like in the routine of our day to day that we're not turning upwards towards him. We're just focused on what's around us. Mm -hmm. And I loved, I don't know. It was just so like (laughs) fitting for what we were like talking about today. And I was like, I have to add that because it was just such a like, I don't know. I think it can resonate with me. So maybe it can resonate with someone else. Yeah. I love that. I always imagine like from what you said, it's like those moments when you're like outside or something and you look up at the sky and you just feel so small and I, I love moments like that because it it's exactly kind of what mm-hmm. he was saying. Like in those moments, we may feel small too, but also shows us like how mighty he is. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's one of those things you can't really explain. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like because of the world we live in, like anywhere we look mm-hmm. horizontally, yeah, right, is, yeah. is full of sin. Like mm-hmm. not only in my own life and 
you know, but also in the world. And so yeah, focusing on what Jesus can do mm-hmm. with our brokenness mm-hmm. compared to what it would look like without it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's just important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like even what I just said goes with the lyric. Um, if it's not one thing, it's another or like caught up in words, tangled in lies. Because mm-hmm. that really brought me back to the world. Just how like it's hard sometimes yeah. to be a Christian, like on a college campus. And I know you've heard this from so many girls, but like, right. Like, especially now, because it's just so like not the popular thing to do. Yeah. Right. And so when you're like acknowledging and like um, unapologetically declaring your faith, yep. people are looking at you, but also like down at you somewhat. For sure. So like when you get tangled in the lies, like the song is saying, mm-hmm. like, it's are you going to like step into the Lord or are you going to step into the world? Because it's easy to be persuaded to step into the world when like you're not liked because you have people pleasers. I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. So like it's a hard like like it's sometimes a hard balance because I know for me, I want to ultimately serve the Lord. Right. But I also know I'm a people pleaser. So when I was in that environment of like being around those people all the time, it was hard. But mm-hmm. I had to realize like to do both is what I had to do. Like I had to serve the Lord by being a light to the people that I was like trying to people please, but in a godly way. Yeah. Well, and I think it's easy. There's just so many lies to be tangled in, Mm -hmm. right? Like the lies of the world, but then also the lies that go on in our own heads. Yeah. Like I can get Mm -hmm. tangled up in stuff that's not true. Yeah. And you never have to know that I'm even thinking it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think dealing with everything that's going on in my mind. Yeah. And then on top of that, dealing with whatever's going on around me. Yeah. Um, is really big deal and it's hard. Mm-hmm. And so, and I know that everybody struggles with that, but especially girls in general and just being at this age, there's just so many things coming at you all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just the way that we were made. I mean, honestly, we're yeah. just created that way. And sometimes it just gets jumbled in there mm-hmm. and we can't focus. And so I think that knowing the truth and um, being able to speak that truth to ourselves um, often mm-hmm. is really important. Yeah. I have a question. So since you talk to college girls mostly all the time, what would you say to somebody who is struggling with feeling ashamed and that they can't be loved by God? Um, I love this question <laughs> because I feel like it it does. It comes up a lot. And I would say, and it's funny because I feel like I've said this probably to all of you. Um, you just have to change the way that you think right? Like we have to renew our mind. It says it in Romans. Um, but we have to speak the truth to ourselves. Yeah. And that, that really is the only way. Like, I think that there's always things that you're going to be, could be ashamed of, right? Like whether it be big in your mind or small in your mind or small to somebody else or whatever. I think there, everybody has those things, but until you speak the truth of the word of God, to into your life and continue to repeat it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's still going to be there. Right. And I, I, a lot of times I talk to girls and I make sure to say like, this stuff doesn't just go away when you graduate mm-hmm. and become an adult. Yeah. Right. right. Like yeah. the same things that 
Satan tempts you with now, he probably is going to tempt you in the same way when you're mm-hmm. 35. Um, mm-hmm. And so I just think that the importance of memorizing scripture, having scripture in a lot of places, yeah. specifically for the truth that you need to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't mean that in a way of like, pick the verses out that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but specifically verses that are true, yeah. that can combat your thoughts um, of being ashamed or, you know, wherever, whatever kind of guilt you may feel because, and I told this to a girl the other day, like Jesus died for that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Yes. Like, Tell like, <laughs> and, and I think it was just like, you know, something that was just really a common struggle yeah. for this girl. And I was like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what Jesus died on the cross for. Mm-hmm. And so I think reminding ourselves of that and constantly having that in the back of our minds to renew ourselves mm-hmm. daily mm-hmm. is just one of the ways that, and I think a really big way because they're God's words, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we just need to know. Mm-hmm. Man, that's yes. good. <laughs> wow. Um, one of the lyrics that I also really liked was, it says, but you are a savior. You take brokenness aside and make it beautiful. I think that's like the course. Um, <laughs> but what came to mind with this was like when he takes our brokenness aside in our own lives, like he's able to showcase his power and goodness by like showing how he makes it beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like I just imagine kind of like, um, maybe like a cup or something and it like just falling and shattering it's broken, mm-hmm. but he takes it and he cleans it. He sweeps it up and he puts it back together, but in a way that was better than before somehow. Mm-hmm. And it's just so cool. Cause I feel like in those moments of like just brokenness of every kind, like he is able to just work in those moments. And it's almost like in those moments, like people see him more almost, or like mm-hmm. you can see him more. Cause you're like, Oh, God's working in this good situation. Yeah. Oh, so amazing. But then like when you see an awful, like just tugs on your heartstring situation and you see him working in that, it's mm-hmm. like, he is so powerful and we know that, but it's just like a really good reminder. And I just, I loved that lyric. I was like, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think too, like it, and and you said it, but that's the point, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the point is for everything to be for God's glory, mm-hmm. but ultimately also our good, yeah. right? Like that's what he promises. And right. so, um, I think if we, if we don't give him glory, right, then we've completely missed the mark. Mm-hmm. Like if, if we have gone from a broken state visibly, right. Yeah. And people know, and then all of a sudden we're not right. And we say, well, I'm so much better now. Yeah. Let me tell you all the things I did to get that way. Mm-hmm. Well, then that really puts the glory on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but to make sure that we are giving Christ the glory because he's the only one that could get us back that way yeah. to begin with. I have a question that I've been asking every guest in this season that you're currently in. What does worship look like for you? Like, does it look differently or is it something that you've done for a while? Like, what does that look like for you right now? Um, okay. So this is actually, and I think, well, this is just a good question. I'm glad that you asked this. <laughs> Thanks. Um, because for so, it just looks different for yeah. everybody. Right. And so um, right now it, I'm trying to be disciplined for it to look like Mm -hmm. worship throughout the day in every area all day long. Um, It doesn't always look like that. And it hasn't always, but you know, like for most people think of worship, right. 
mm-hmm. like at church mm-hmm. singing. Um, but you know, believers and people who follow the Lord know that it should, you know, be all the time. And so for me, like I do try to get up early, um, most of the time, um, I'm a sinner. So let's be real. I mean, it, that's a struggle, but I, I do like to have some, um, quiet time with Jesus before the day starts. But recently, um, most recently I have just really been, um, trying to pray a ton and just really pay attention to my prayer life and turning everything into a prayer. Like, um, a girl and I were talking in Bible study about, like things that we say when we're like disciplining our children of like, maybe you should pray about that. Or maybe you should talk to the Lord about your attitude or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And then one time Brooke said, well, it sounds like you might need to talk to the Lord about your attitude. And I was like, okay, touche. You are correct. But since that time, I've really tried to, make that a part of worship throughout the day, right? Mm-hmm. Like not only going back to last summer when we did a thousand gifts, right? Like mm-hmm. constantly thanking God for all these things. But then on top of that, like, what am I praying for and what am I not praying for? And then what kinds of things like, do I think that I definitely should be praying for mm-hmm. throughout the day? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if I have a bad attitude or something happens, like instead of being angry or bitter. Like, why don't I just pray about that right then? Mm -hmm. Um, another thing I know that I've mentioned this to y'all is like, I, I do know, like I notice objects a lot. And I think that I text y'all about this, but like, I try really hard to like notice those things so that I can pray for those people. Mm -hmm. And so then it may be like a random coffee cup (laughs) or a pen that someone gave me or something, you know what I mean? Like how you remember things associated with certain people is super strange (laughs) and cool to me. Like it almost makes me want to be nerdy and research it, but, um, being able to pray for those people. And so that way, like it's more than just a quiet time in the morning and some prayer with Brooks before he goes to bed. Like it really is like a continual, like I spent some time in the word with Jesus and then I prayed for some things and wrote some things down that I was grateful for. Mm -hmm. But then I made it to the kitchen Mm -hmm. to fix lunch and I saw my frother that just always comes to mind and it makes me think of Emma Kay. And Mm -hmm. so then, um, my crock pot because I left it on the porch too long at Lana's house. Right. So then I pray for Lana or whatever. And so I think like using those things throughout the day, to be mindful of Jesus, mm-hmm. I think has become part of my worship. Yeah. Um, even, even all the way to like doing my homework mm-hmm. and just being grateful in a moment of frustration when I can't do something or I'm annoyed because yeah. it's taking a long time. Um, to just say like, thank you for the fact, like the opportunity to even do grad mm-hmm. school. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Was it Emma Kay that mentioned this on the podcast? It was somebody. I, I think it was Emma Kay. I need to be a little more faithful so, to if it was No, Emma because Kay, what's funny crazy. is because, so Emma Kay, who was on season four, episode, I think five, she is obviously from Bridge. She lives in Texas now. <laughs> Y'all can go listen to the episode. But when we asked her this question, this is where the question originated because I asked her first. Oh, okay. She said that about you, about that, how you do that, that you see an object and you pray oh, for somebody. She yeah. said a dish towel. Mm-hmm. She said a dish towel. I think it's Alex. 
am I wrong? Or some it's someone, the dish towel. It's some dish towel and you like pray about someone. And oh, that's what she mentioned okay. in that's her like worship. Sweet. So like, and we say this every time, but like every time we do no, this, everything. it overflows into another episode, and it's yeah. so cool. <laughs> oh, As you were talking, because I was looking at her, we were looking at each other, we was like, we, we heard like, this story Whoa. because MK shared it with us. That's so cool. So cute. Yeah, that's so full circle. <laughs> oh my goodness. I miss her. It's like built-in prayer reminders throughout the day. Like yeah, just built in. And day. I didn't even mean for that to happen. It just did, and yeah. so. I was like, you know what? I feel like everyone should know that like every time you look at, like I think of Walker when I think of the washing machine because one time he came over there to do his laundry and he broke it. And so now every time I turn the washing machine on, I think, well, I'm glad that my washing machine isn't broken. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's crazy. That's like a strategy i really need to do some research on that because it has to be something in your brain it probably yeah it's so funny because we're kind of closing up but like as we've been talking today it's so cool to see just how humble you are elizabeth Mm -hmm. because i'm reflecting on this podcast Mm -hmm. season and almost every guest we've had has talked about you stop because of the way the lord has worked through you Mm -hmm. and like we know just how much like you mean to me and her so like it is so cool just like reflective like how the lord is actively working in you just all the time because me and her have talked so much because elizabeth is someone who you've heard us say she's so busy she has so much going on like she's a mom she's a wife she's (laughs) a teacher so much but like (laughs) we will i will tell her something that is so not important like two weeks ago and she'll text me about it and i'm like how in the world do you remember this (laughs) i don't know because you're so intentional (laughs) and it's the lord yeah it is it really is cool and i and i'll tell you like you're sweet and i'm glad that you think (laughs) i oftentimes think that like sometimes I question, like, am I too busy? But it's only for a season, right? Like right. grad school doesn't last forever, mm-hmm. and and four year olds don't last forever, <laughs> which is so sad. But I, somebody asked me one time, and now I'm trying to think, like, who was it? That's not important right now. But <laughs> somebody was like, "How do you, how do you do this?" And I was like, you know, like it really is Jesus, because this is insane. Yeah, like the stuff that we do is nuts. Like to think that I go, like I teach first grade, which I love. And we have a four-year-old, which is fun, but he's a lot. And we have Bible studies and things throughout the week, um, which not as much as we used to. And we had to cut back and that's perfectly fine. But, um, and then grad school and re- like, how do I remember? And, and I got to thinking one time, like, really? Like, honestly, how do I do that? And it is the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you just really feel, and Donovan and I have talked about this before, but like when you really feel called to something and feel like you're Mm -hmm. doing what God's called you to, Mm -hmm. like he really does give you the strength and the reminders and the, because sometimes I think like, how did, how did I remember these little things that girls have said to me? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it has to be the Lord. Cause I can't even remember like, to write things down on a to-do list on a calendar. Like, yeah. and so I know it's Jesus. So anyway, um, I did want to share one thing. Did, yes. did you have a scripture? Did anybody have a scripture? I had one, but I didn't say it. Same. Okay. So let me just tell y'all because, and it's kind of funny how this all came about that we picked this because it's a song that we, Donovan and I like to sing together. Mm-hmm. And we really love the words just because of the amount of college students that we talk to who come from 
legit brokenness, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And like are trying to put the pieces back together and let Jesus mend their hearts and yeah. souls and stuff. But um, the words, like some of the words actually come from Isaiah 61, mm-hmm. um, which is what Josh has been, he started the relationship series on yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. about wounded people. Yeah. And so the whole scripture that he, he read the first five verses, but um, it says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. Mm-hmm. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of God to comfort all who mourn, to grant those who mourn in Zion, to give them a headdress, a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, Mm. the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. And so I think like the whole, the whole first part of this is giving like opposites essentially, right? Like from ashes to beauty essentially. Um, And then mourning, from mourning to oil of gladness and then giving us the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit. Mm-hmm. And so I just think like, it's just so beautiful how it all works together yeah. of like, and even just coming to this conclusion of this song and yeah. the scripture or whatever at the timing of all of it, yeah. because like we don't have anything to give, but he in his mercy and grace and love for us. Yeah like changes our broken spirits and like gives us like we deserve ashes. Right. Mm -hmm. But he turns it into something beautiful for then for us to have a testimony and a story to share is just really great. Yeah. I love that. That's so cool. I love that. All right. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for coming on. We enjoyed talking. Absolutely. (laughs) Stay tuned for flavor of the week. Hey y'all, it's time for Flavor of the Week. So to get us started, we're going to get started with our guest, Elizabeth. So Elizabeth, what is your Flavor of the Week this week? Okay, so there is a song by The Belonging Co., Mm. which, I mean, is it Belonging Company? (laughs) I think so. Okay, it's kind of weird. But anyway, (laughs) they have a song called Where Would I Be? And I don't know if you've heard it. Um, The only reason that I've heard of it is because they're going to sing it at Bridge in a couple weeks. And... So there's your plug to go listen to it from <laughs> now until they sing it. But um, it is so good. And basically it's called Where Would I Be? Because like, where would we be without yeah. Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And so the whole song is about like, here's where I would be, but I'm not because Jesus has been with me through every season. Mm-hmm. And like, anyway, but that end, like the bridge of it just goes, I want to say thank you. Like over oh, and over and over, wow. and it's just. That's really cool. It's good to my soul. Oh, I love, I love that. It. I really like <laughs> that. To listen to it. <laughs> what about you, Addison? Mine is also a song. It is Before and After by Elevation Worship and Maverick City. Ooh. Yes, it's so good. It's a really cool, like, 
just a representation of like who you were for Christ and now who you are with him. And I just, I, I listened to that a lot when I did the parody though about adoption. Cause I like, I was just seeing, like seeing how, like I was seeing how much of a difference there was between the two. And there is obviously such a difference. What about you, Lily? So mine this week is a song, and I guess this song technically came out a couple weeks ago because our recording is not the same week we post episodes, but it is the song Thank God I Do by Lauren Daigle. She just dropped it. <laughs> it is so good. You just have to listen to it. I it can't even good. try to describe it. It's so good. It. It <laughs> Tell good. me again. Thank God I Do okay. by Lauren Daigle. It's really good. It's so good. It's really, really good. <laughs> I love that we all had songs. <laughs> I know. Because music is my jam. It's amazing. That's it for Flavor of the Week. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. See ya.